Hello, welcome to another episode of The High Ground, powered by Premier Companies. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, sir. How are you? I'm doing awesome also. Good. And in the uh, podcast, the broadcast room, we've got Ryan Bat. Hi, Sal. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> You're a little nervous. This question of the day thing that we've uh, got going has got everybody... You know, this question of the day thing, this is the third one I've gotten. This is the hardest one I've ever had. <laughs> are you serious? This is the hardest one. You were an angry bird last time, so yeah. I can't imagine it got worse than that. Did you have ahead. to get the girls involved? I, the did. I, I did. I asked Amity last night, and she's like, um, you don't <laughs> listen to the radio. I was like, I know. <laughs> well, this will be hard for this you. This will be hard. Yeah. The best decade for music and your favorite artist from that time period. You know what? <laughs> what a look. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like deer in the headlights, right? <laughs> You know, like I say, when I drive down the road, I, I mean, like, I, the radio might be on, but it's not what I'm thinking about. So, uh, uh, you know, like, like I say, I, I you know, uh, <laughs> I, I'm a country music dude. You yeah. know, like, it's always set on country music or, like, a talk show in the morning or something like that. So, uh, uh, you know, it, it, I, I'm just a country music guy. You know, that's all I can say. I, and, I, and I, you know, listen to the old stations, you know, the that around here with the, you know, stuff from the... The 70s, 80s, yeah. 90s, stuff like that. Country. And then, and then yeah. you get into the new stuff. And, you know, like, I guess I'm like everybody else. It's just always list, easier to listen when it's got a little bit of beat to it, you yeah. know. So, so you know, I, I like I like the country country music, and I just stick with that. I think it, it, that kind of sums it up. So when they uh, seem like country music, if they get a new song, they just beat it to death. Oh, that's I for mean, sure. I mean, they just play <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. They get a new song, and it's like, look at this, and it's just <laughs> over and over. Sure. Yeah. Ryan? Uh, so I'm going to say... I'm going to say the 70s. It was hard for me, but I'm going to say the 70s was the best decade, and, and I like all kind of music. So I would I would say like Waylon Jennings oh, and classic. Merle Haggard and Pink Floyd and <laughs> those type. Yeah, yeah that, that, not together. You wouldn't catch yeah. them all on the same show, Bill. But uh, yeah, so the 70s and that kind of group. Those are so, good. Yeah, yeah. Waylon Jennings. That's Guys a good who can country. play their own instruments and write their own songs, I like it. Yep. So, Sal? I like the... Uh, gosh, probably the eighties and U um, uh, two, and just the. I remember um, back in the Marines. I was, I'll never forget being out there on the uh, out there in the parking lots and getting ready to come home on leave, and they were playing U two. On uh, somebody brought a jam box out there, standing out there at three or four in the morning, and and uh, waiting out in the desert to go home. So nice. It was, it was a good area, yeah. a good time frame. The eighties. Okay. Well, we all survived that question. See, the eighties were yeah. I, it was hard. That was a hard, uh, hard question. Yep. So eighties were hard on the ozone. All that white rain. <laughs> <laughs> Final <The net>. air spray. <laughs> uh, Go well, ahead, Sal. Okay. <laughs> I think we all had a flashback then. Just think <laughs> we did. We stopped for just a minute. Like, <laughs> well, see, I'm an '82 model, so like, I, you know, like it's that's uh, true. You, know, you don't yeah, know what we're talking uh, about. Oh, I do because I, I like I said, I like I honestly kind of like listen to the older music than the newer stuff, just because you just never know what's going to come on. But well, the fact that you used the word classic with '90s music sort of <laughs> not, yeah, not the that best. got us. I don't, yeah, I don't, didn't care for that a lot. That stung some. But. Well, Ryan, tell us about what's going on in the livestock industry. Yeah, you know, Sal, it's just, uh, you know, it's a natural occurrence for me to get on here, and it's a great thing in the livestock <laughs> business, but guess what? It's, it's go going it's up. going up. That's oh, what my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sal texted me the other day. He said, what, what's happening? Let me guess. It's going up. I said, you got it. Going it's, up. It's, it's going up. It's, it's a great day. Um, like I say, you know, the, uh, you know, just talking a little bit of numbers here, you know, the, 
Uh, we talked about the, you know, always start out talking about the, you know, the calves that you're getting ready to purchase there this fall. I can have a feeling that, uh, you know, they're going to cost you a dollar more a hundred than what they did last oh year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, but, you know, like I say, it's, it, we're, we haven't changed much since the last uh, podcast there in the first part of June. I mean, uh, you know, the, the top end of the fat steers uh, this week has been bringing, you know, 190, something like that. Uh, average, you know, air average about 185, something like that. So, you know, they've, they've kind of held a steady there for, I guess, two months now. And, and that's kind of where they've been at. But, uh, you know, on the feeder calf thing, now that thing there, it's, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's taken off again. Uh, you know, this week in our market in Kentucky, you know, we had some, uh, 400 and 400 plus pound steers bringing 305, 310, uh, that's wow. that's big wow. news. That's big news for the Midwest. Uh, you know they, they've had it. They've had it out in the in the uh, northern states. Uh, you know Dakotas, Nebraskas, and stuff like that. You know they've hit. They've even had some calves hit four bucks. Uh, but uh, you know I, I tell you, it's, wow. It you know you know you know you sit back and look, and we talk about this every time we come on here. But you know the cost of stuff hasn't went down. The cost of stuff costs more. It costs more to get them trucked out. We talked about that earlier in one podcast. You know the trucking and stuff. Well, that's kind of mellowed out. The trucking's kind of mellowed out. It's kind of we're, we're established there. It's not a shock to us that it's going to cost us, some, you know, five dollars a mile to get them somewhere. Um, then we t- and then we also talked about uh, you know the, like the the Packers making a lot of money and stuff like that. So, you know, like I, 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 I buy, I buy cattle for a firm that buys for one of the biggest retailers in the country without naming any names. But, uh, uh, you know, they, he, he'll call me once in a while and he'll say, buy up as much as you can get. Okay. So then I, I start buying stuff and, and, you know, within 48 hours, he'll say, stop, don't buy no more. Don't buy no more. And the next week he'll be like, no, no, this, this retailer turned down, you know, 14 oh, wow. 15 semi loads of, of hamburger this week oh my god so like you know it, it's, it's amazing how stuff can change and you know i look back on it when i first started this i could probably tell you if you know looking back you know let's say the early 2000s i could tell you what was going to happen in september of the next year i could tell you what was going to happen to december of the next year this year i mean it's 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 actually an hour change on what happens anymore and, it, and it's it's quite kind of scary What's driving that, Ryan? I was I would just say like the market and the vitality of the market. Um, you know, we looked at yesterday. I pulled my phone up. I look at the futures, and they're up three, four dollars. You know, up two, two to three dollars on the futures. And then you know, I pull my phone out a while ago, and we're down two dollars. Oh you know, so, I mean, it's hard to you know. Like I, I uh, talked with one of your guys' clients there, Ben Haney, uh, a little bit earlier. And, uh, you know, Ben dabbles in some of this here stuff and, and always a great time to come in here and talk to Ben one-on-one about this and, 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 uh, you know, chew the fat on what's happening. And, you know, Ben asked me there a few minutes ago, he said, can what, what would be the lock-in price for some cattle, you know, slaughter cattle for next year at this time? And, you know, like, like right now today, they're not giving me anything, but tomorrow they may throw something at me. Hmm. So it's, you know, I, I think everybody's using a lot of this, uh, you know, the new thing with the livestock is uh, the livestock risk uh, protection, uh, which is LRP, LRP thing sure. that we got, you know, like that, that's a big thing right now that people's using uh, kind of protects them on the other end, you know? Sure. But uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a shot in the dark on what you're going to do and, and how you're going to do it. And, and, you know, you got to strategize for being a cow calf person all the way into a feedlot person, you know, what, what are we going to do? And you got to have a plan. And you know it's that's. But help me with the math on some of those earlier numbers that you put out there. I mean, does that? How does that work? I mean, it doesn't. You know, you know, on my pencil, I, my pencil's not sharp enough. Um, you know, they got to eat. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know, and they won't gain weight without feeding. Right, and and you know, so like the, 
you know, a, a lot of people feed commodities right now. We we know that and and byproducts and stuff. So, uh, you know, th- there's not too many people that's you know backing up to the, the feed grinder to the corn bin and shoveling your corn in or right. you know rolling corn in and mixing soybean meal and trying to make your protein that way. There, there's a few people that do it, but uh, you know, for the most part, you can get feed delivered in, or it's all it's more of a um, I guess a factory product you get in. Versus, you know, actually doing the labor yourself mm-hmm. and, and feed grinders and stuff like that, you know, back like you would have did fi- even 15 years yeah. ago. So, um, you know, yeah, there's a little bit less cost in it because you're mass producing something. But in long term, you know, you're, you know, you're not, you don't have the extra storage on hand. You don't have, uh, you know, like, let's just say you, you run out of feed on Sunday night. It may be Tuesday or Wednesday before the feed company can get you more feed, you know, if you're doing it and you do it on production side. But, uh, you know, like you're saying that's more popular than people chopping their own silage and yeah, all that now. Yeah. You know, okay. they actually actually that is, uh, you know, there's still people that are doing the silage. And, and uh, but, you know, you take a if you can get a silage picker and, you know, come into your farm and pick it for so many dollars an acre and put it in a bag or put it in your pit. And, you you know, you working with us with that farmer or whatever it is that's doing it for you. You know, that's that's two people helping each other, which is a great thing. But at the same time, it costs you more money. Yeah. And so, sure. uh, you know, the silage thing, a lot of people fed, fed fed cattle on silage. They fed cows on silage. They did other stuff. You know, looking back on it, you know, if corn prices keep dropping down a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a talk with my family and say, hey, we, maybe we need to do some silage. Maybe we need to fill up a bag because right now the cost of silage is might be cheaper than, the you know, the round bells of hay we're buying. So... You know where, where does no, that, where does yeah, that fall not, in? Yeah, that's not plentiful this year at right, all. The hay right. hay price has got to be out of control. Yeah, so. we've been we've been quoting some hay right now, and, and like I say, we're you know if you call, if you call today right now where we're at, you know we're the end of August first of September. All the hay that I've been spotting right now is for a, a good five by six round bill, not a four by five. You know, I call that the economy. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> so you know the the you know and and that's what people you know you, that's the you pickup bill. You don't think about it, but like you know a four by five round bill only weighs so much yeah a five by you know a five by six or a six by six almost with that extra two feet on the outside makes up the whole actual four by five round but so you know it's like you know pick your poison and what you're going to get but you know quality is quality and you want to feed quality you could feed the smaller round bill you know a better quality hay and then feed the larger round bill of less quality hay and really you're just getting fill on the bigger yeah. one it's not worth it but uh, uh you know like i say it's it, it, it's all about strategic planning right now in the livestock business because everything is so high. And how can you maximize that dollar? How can you make the most money? And, you know, it, it's it's something that we haven't had to look at. We've kind of been, you know, like for years, we thought, oh, you know, our, our cull cows, they're worth this much money. Or, or you know, we're going to get a new bull every three or four years. You know, we're going to we're going to fatten out this calf here, you know, for the family to eat. And, you know, we're going to sell our feeder calves in this month and, you know, not now you you really need to know what you're going to do next mm. year. You know, like, like it, you need to know what maybe you're going to do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it goes back to just what I said about the you know the, the silage versus round bills. We had a whole lot of rain. Corn looks pretty good. You know, what's what's the difference? Maybe we need to feed more wet matter instead of dry matter this this winter to get our cows through. And it may cost. It may be cheaper, even though it yeah. looks like it should be. You know, mm-hmm. cost more money. What about the hog market? right now you know that hog market it's kind of just sitting still um you know i I talked about some pork loins and stuff in the store um excuse me but uh i talked about the pork loins in the store there 
first part of June or something when I was in here and, and you know the prices on those haven't really moved a lot <laughs> no. and and you know I, the price they, of the hogs, they went up and they liked it yeah yeah and so I was uh you know I was in the store the other day and looked and they were doing a special like buy one get one free and I I was like dang that's that's a pretty good deal you know but then I got to looking at the price and I was like you know because you're charging <laughs> yeah. two times the amount eight dollars a pound yeah and, and, and it's like you know it's funny because like uh you know I I we do, we do certain stuff here with the kids and, and everything. And, you know, my, my little boy right now, he's, he's little, the, yeah, little, <laughs> he's, oh he's bigger than me, but anyways, uh, he's, he's dealing in the that little you know, feller. Yeah. He was wanting to, he's wanting to sell some 4-H project calves and stuff like that. And, you know, and you think, okay, well we got this much money, you know, they're worth that much money. Look, we can sell them to this for this amount of price, you know? And, you know, almost if you price something too cheap, somebody, you know, people won't come look at it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you know, and, and that's about the way it is. You know, if you, if you if you the more people talk about how high something is, it's like I need to go get it. I need to go look at it. I need I need that. You know, I, my father in law always used to tell the story about the old couch out by the end of the driveway. If it had free on it, sat there for a month. You put fifty, 50 bucks, bucks on, on it, still at the first night. <laughs> right, right. They'll still at the yeah. first night. It's it's amazing. Like and you know I, I'm not gonna lie about it. You know when I go down the road and I see yard sale, I won't stop. But if I see a you know a toolbox sitting out there, yeah. I'm stopping. You know, like I, I, yeah, I, I, there might be a wrench in there that uh, I don't need. Something in there that <laughs> yeah, I don't have craftsman. Yeah, yeah. I just and it's it's just human nature, you know. And you know, I I come in here a little bit earlier. I went over to uh, Harbor Freight there in town and was looking at some stuff, and I was like, yeah, I don't need it. Put it in my cart. <laughs> I might need that tomorrow. Put zip it in my ties. Cart. Gotta yeah, have zip, zip ties. ties. Yeah, zip ties. You can't have enough. Yeah, and I and I, every time I walk in there, I buy like the six pack of the you know the, the black electrical tape. Yeah. I don't know where it all goes, but <laughs> every time I go in there, I buy that. You know, it's, Nothing frustrating. Yeah. But you've never had to deal with the frustration of not having you're it right. when you wanted you're it. You're right. You're right. You're right. It, and it's just, it's the same way in the livestock industry. I mean, you know, every every time there's a new glitch that comes out, every time there's a new th- new idea that we have that we're going to make money or do anything, uh, you know, like one of the new programs we got coming out, it's a VAC 60 program. And the only thing that separates that between the programs that we had before is we require them to be weaned 60 more days, 60 days instead of 30 or 40 or 45 days. The shot protocol, everything's all the same, same. but it's 60 more days. So people are like, oh, we got to do that. You know, that's that's what we got to do because that's that's the new thing. That's the new thing. You know, (laughs) it's it's great. Like, you know, that's what we want to do. And that's what we want to promote. We want, and and in all honesty, on the animal welfare of it, it's it's a whole lot better as far as sickness and health and stuff like yeah. that. But but at the same time, it's you know the way the market is now. It's kind of like, well, do you do it or do you do not do it? Because you're putting more money into something that I'm already you know planning on bringing X amount of dollars, and they're 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 over that budget right now. So I'm making money. So am I really going to do this here product? So that's where it gets in the you know like right now in the livestock industry. That's one of the biggest challenges that I deal with locally is you know the wean versus not weaned at this time you know we you know am i gonna wean my calves or am i not gonna wean my calves because we're at all-time highs whether they're weaned or not right i'm gonna get a big price on my lower weight calves my 500s and under wow so i'm sitting here thinking is it really worth it it's my last dollar spent yeah i'm done with yeah yeah yeah. you know what brings tomorrow but it all goes back to just like we said you know you gotta you gotta think ahead what for next year if the market stays like this well i'm sure that you know, John Deere, Case IH, New Holland, whatever, is going to say, all right, well, you're getting this much more money for your calves, so our round baler is going to cost five more thousand dollars, <laughs> you know. So, and, and you don't think there's any thoughts like that in the industry, uh, do you? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking. That seems, spe- <laughs> that seems speculative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I'm afraid to have you back on, Ryan, because uh, the trend has been it's going up. Oh, oh man, when it goes down, we'll have a, we'll have a huge story to tell. Oh my <laughs> yeah, god! You will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. That's right. Uh, what else you got for us? Anything? Uh, you, anything going into winter? You got winter coming up. You know, I mean, it's going right, to be a little bit. But, right. You know, going into winter. I mean, I haven't read the Farmers Almanac, and I haven't had too much discussion with the farmers. I know. I know we we have been very blessed. I think in in southern Indiana that we have not had extremely hot weather except for like one week yeah you know, you know you take the last week out or the week before you know we've been pretty lucky i, I went outside this morning it's 48 degrees yeah you know <laughs> we've, we've been pretty lucky so so like i say it's a and i i don't know the, the i guess the the agronomist guy was in here before and everything looked green you know this time of year we usually ain't mowing our yards still every week uh we've had you a keep good, up right good now. supply with rain i mean the pastures look pretty good everything's looking okay but when it stops i know it's going to stop yeah um going into winter i mean you know like i say on them cows you know you want to look for uh you know livestock side of it uh in general especially on the on the cow side of it you know um you know keeping flies off of them still and keep them go, getting ready to go into winter like say plant ahead you know you, do you have enough hay do you need to be buying hay should you be chopping your neighbor's corn silage could you be offering him money where he's making more money than selling it dry corn you know there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into effect now yeah even even if you're a farmer that has 20 head of livestock 20 head of cows or whatever you know you still need to plan this because you know that, that every everything you throw away is gone it's gone, is gone. It's, it's gone. gone. you know you utilize it however you can utilize it do whatever you can do um i guess, i guess the biggest thing i could tell you ryan is like you know we need to be looking into what's going to happen uh you know there's no forecast that says what's going to be on december if we're going to have a you know a snow on june or or anything like that we just we got to be planning ahead on kind of what we need but i'm not sure if we're uh um looking ahead and advancing ourselves enough you know, to where we need to be at. And th and that's where, that's where, uh, you know, I can come in and I can kind of give tips on stuff, but you know, just, just projecting ahead. That's, that's the big thing. Project ahead on what you need, what you think you need, you know, and, and, you know, don't ever hurt to look out for your neighbors. So, uh, you know, maybe your neighbor, you think, you know, he bells hay every time it rains. That's, he's probably not gonna have a very good feed source, Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always, always look out for your neighbor. All right. Well, that's all I've got today. That's all I've got. All right. Well, Ryan, thanks for joining us again. We'll have no you back. Problem. I appreciate it. We'll have you back. Thank you so much. That's another episode of The High Ground, powered by Premier Companies. Thank you all very much. Thank you.